Hi everyone, it's Emma and Liv, and we're your meta sidekicks. Today we're here to talk about uh, some paranormal stories of a medium, part whatever. We said in the YouTube video that we were going to figure out what part this finally was, but we still haven't figured out what part it is. We think it's three or four. I think it's the fifth one. The fifth one? There's four in, in our playlist. So now we're on five. The Virgo has spoken. She is right. I don't know anything. I'm always right because I am a Virgo. I know. Whether if I'm wrong or not. I know. I'm a Virgo. <laughs> People are probably like, Olivia sounds mean saying that, but I'm not being mean. I'm just, it's, it, it's. Virgos are right. Regardless yeah. of if they are actually factually right or not. <laughs> <laughs> They're always right. Don't challenge me. <laughs> Noted. Noted. Um, Em's currently dying. Yeah, I got the COVID vaccine. And I have pain over my entire body. And I've just gotten about 10 hours of sleep in the past three days. So <laughs> it's going to be a good one, guys. <laughs> yeah. So today we're going to be talking about some of the readings that we've had. So if you guys are interested in a reading, make sure to go to metapsychics.com and book a reading with Liv. Yeah. And hopefully by the time you guys hear this, we'll have a... Uh, news service out in addition to the plant psychic readings em and i are going to be doing joint tarot medium psychic readings yeah it'll be so cool yeah we just got to figure out how to do that because i want to be there instead of just having everyone over skype because i feel like it'll be easier if em and i are in the same room yeah it'll be more fun too so we're gonna I love you i love you more i can come to your house since you already do readings there yeah, we can sit on the floor of my room with everyone else. <laughs> yeah. That's where I'm doing readings now because I don't get internet in the office, which is above my garage, now that you all know where I'd give readings. Right. <laughs> I don't know. But the first story that we're going to talk about is actually one of my friends from college. Liv doesn't really know her, but she was my roommate. And we actually did a video and podcast about her personal house and how it's super haunted. So check that out. But her parents' house was also super haunted. So we're going to tell you the story about the shadow man in their house. Yeah. So I, we, Emma and I went over to Janelle's house. We did a reading, we did a pet reading, then we skedaddled on over to her parents' house. And like Em said, Janelle and I aren't super, super close friends. I mean, now we are though, because we're pretty, she's, Janelle's great. But she's super spookum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Janelle is super spookum. So it was her cute little dog named River. Um, so we went over to her parents' house and her mom and her brother wanted a reading. So I gave them both pet readings as well as medium readings. The medium readings went great. The pet readings went great, but they kind of play into each other. So I talked to Janelle's sis, Janelle, Janelle's I talk, parents' cat, Jack-Jack. Is his is name Jack-Jack? Mm -hmm. He's so cute. He's like a fluffy Maine Coon looking thing. Yeah, but he's very skittish. Like he was nervous when we came over to the house and things like that. But I was listening to Jack-Jack. He was talking about food, obviously, because animals love to talk about their food. And then... His owner, Janelle's mom, wanted to know about why he doesn't like to go in certain parts of the house. And I think she brought it up because I was saying how he doesn't like to go downstairs in the basement because he was telling me that it was creepy in one corner where his litter box used to be. So they moved his litter box upstairs so that he would use the litter box correctly. So I said, well, the reason he doesn't like to go downstairs is because it freaks him out. He doesn't like this one corner of the basement by the washer and the dryer and where you have towels stacked up or laundry because it's creepy. And she's like, oh, okay. Well, then they said, well, why doesn't he like to go t over in this one portion of the house? And 
as soon as she said that I saw like a dark figure. And if you guys don't know, I am a psychic medium, but I'm not a magician. So I don't automatically know everything unless you guys want to tell me because Emma and I kind of talked about this in our last podcast or the one before the tree podcast about how I kind of have walls, not only for myself, but for the people around me. Cause I don't really want to know everything. And unless you share that information with me or want me to look further into it and give me that permission spiritually, I usually don't get information unless you absolutely need it and things outside of your control and my control give me that information. So as soon as she said that, I saw a dark figure and I was like, gosh, darn it. I don't want to do this right now (laughs) because I don't like dark things. Obviously, who does? So I saw this shadow figure of a man and usually when I see darker entities it is just a shadow figure of a man or sometimes they look like actual creatures if they're like certain beings but I'm at this woman's house this is the first time I've met her and literally the second time or third time in my entire life that I'd ever met Janelle and it was for more than 20 minutes because the first two times it was literally that I met Janelle for 20 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) So this was the first time I ever spent like actual time with Janelle and now I'm meeting her family. So no pressure there. (laughs) And uh, I mean, if you were in that situation, what would you do? Be like, oh, yeah, I see a a shadow man in your house. (laughs) Not to scare you or anything, but. (laughs) But there's a dude that likes to stare menacingly at you from the hallway. And that's why your cat doesn't want to go there into that portion of the living room. And also telling someone like that, it would make them more scared. And that would give this entity essentially fuel to exist in their house. Yes. So if you're new to the podcast and you don't know how dark things work and you haven't listened to any other podcasts and you just randomly flip to an episode like me when you're diving into a new podcast, let's uh, be brief about how how dark things work. Usually negative entities are in a space to cause trouble. I don't necessarily know why they cause trouble. It's probably just like in their job description. They just were created because the world is a ball of energy and they got smashed. Well, what if it's just... The negative energy that comes off of us that exists. And that's why it comes in on your psychic side. Because it is physically in our universe. Can you please write that down in a sauna so we can talk about it a different day? But (laughs) the five shots of espresso that are slowly coursing (laughs) through my body are not going to enable me to think that critically right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I've been thinking about for a while. Yeah, because I think you kind of... I kind of segued that into the heaven and hell episode that we did about how like the devil or something and like people's beliefs and how they kind of manifest those beliefs into existence type thing but anyways what was i talking about oh how dark entities uh that it's in their job description just to be assholes they're like gases they need a fuel in in order to exist and that fuel just happens to be negative energy so Yes. So the way I kind of get negative entity entities that are uh, lower on the totem pole of power, they come in for me as skittery. Like Em said, we explained in another podcast how I like to equate them as to gases. Gases are very unstable molecules because they shoot around everywhere really, really fast. And to reach a different state of matter, whether it be a different gas or a solid or a liquid, They have to get energy from somewhere to become more stable. So think of dark entities in the same fashion. So was this entity skittery? No, right? Because he's a person. He's a human spirit. Yeah. Yeah. But whether it's a human spirit or an actual dark entity, just because a soul has more negative energy and it's a human soul, human souls can still try and get energy from their surroundings. Like when we were getting a TikTok reading the other day. 
What with the man in the tree? No. No, okay. the TikTok reading where our, our heater got cold. Oh. They were drawing energy from the heater to come in more strongly to talk oh, to me. That's cool. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. No. <laughs> The, the heater wasn't getting cold for them to say, hey, we're here. The heater was getting cold because they were physically Using sucking energy. the heat energy out of God, the heater. That's really cool. And I know that's scary to you, but I think it's really interesting. In science class, literally, the symbol for energy is heat. Heat is energy. Right. So the fact that they were making the heater cold is scary that's awesome sorry it's still awesome yeah so <laughs> if it's a human soul and they're more negative or if it's just a human soul and they need more energy they will take energy from electricity or heat but electricity makes heat so and electricity is a form of heat it's it's well, one and another what i was talking about was that other tiktok live where the dark entity human spirit whatever was getting the energy from the tree outside and the tree died exactly yeah yeah so uh-huh. I can get it from other life forms. Like us. Yes. So the reason I didn't want to tell Janelle's mom that there was something scary in their house is because most dark entities will try to not only get energy from their surroundings, but they'll try to get energy from people. And they do that in the form of scaredness. <laughs> so they usually do things that freak you out it hypes you up you get on adrenaline you have more energy but it's scared energy and they feed off of that and it allows them to get more powerful so to not have that happen and to not have this negative shadow man in their house get stronger I tried to just like skirt around the question of why their cat doesn't like to go in one section of the house and I was like oh I don't know and their he- cat literally there's like a spot where he literally jumps over like there's a glass wall there. Like he refuses to walk straight down this, I don't know, hallway. He literally jumps over it every single time. So they were asking Liv that and she's like, um, I think there's just a shadow down there. Kind of alluring to the fact that there's a dark man there, but not actually telling them. Yeah, because again, I don't want to freak them out to have this thing get bigger because... In essence, the best way to get rid of negative spirits or dark energy is to ignore it to the fullest extent and say, I mean, if you acknowledge them, it's the best thing to say, you don't have any power here, but you actually have to mean it. Saying it is means nothing. You absolutely have to mean it. So if you're so completely blind to the fact that something's there, it's not going to get anything from you because you don't acknowledge its presence. So it'll go away and find somewhere else to go to get energy or exist. So... I didn't want to say anything. Long story short, we had excellent readings. I talked to so many people for them. It was so funny. <laughs> Janelle's mom was writing everything down, talking about... Real excited. Yeah, well, I was talking to a lot of people that passed from their school. I guess they had a very tragic school setting for the most part. And Janelle's mom was very excited to tell everyone's mothers who oh. I was talking to. You remember yeah. that? She's like, I'm going to call mm-hmm. this person's mom and tell them that this person said this and... It was so funny. She was having a good time. And her uh, her father came in and he was giving me all these funny things to say. He has a, a way with words and he was uh, making me mimic that pretty well, I guess. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. Then towards the end of the reading, after I had what I thought sufficiently skirted the topic of, there's a shadow man in your, in your, in your house. There's spirits here, man. She literally looked at me dead ass, all smiley and happy from the reading that I was giving her. And she's like, I just want some confirmation of something. And I was like, oh, no, I don't <laughs> want to do this. She's like, so we do think that there's a shadow person that likes to stand in the hallway right over there, like exactly where I was seeing him. And I was like, oh, because God. 
they have a whole bunch of antiques. The woman brought up, we collect antiques, so we, like, understand that antiques can harvest a lot of energy because usually antiques are, like, the prized possession of their owners or whatever. So they essentially are, like, little sponges that pull the energy off of them. So they thought that they had a antique that was causing this dark shadow man to walk in their dining room. So she approached me and said, I think I know what portion or what antique it is that is haunted, but I just want some confirmation since you gave us such a great reading and you're legitimate. I was like, okay, (laughs) is that a compliment question mark? I feel uncomfortable, period. (laughs) So not wanting to disappoint and feeling 100% put on the spot. uh, Like I just, for me, that's like someone being like, hey, do you see this disgusting piece of sludge on the floor? Can you touch it just to make sure that it is disgusting sludge? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I like, I don't mean to sound mean, but like, it, I don't know. I don't want to do that, but I did it anyways. <laughs> it was wild. Basically, she sent Liv to like an armoire type thing with a whole bunch of display cases on it. And there were some drawers and Liv pulls out one drawer. She literally just walks over there and picks it, picks the drawer and rummages through it. And she finds like an envelope. And when she's looking at the envelope, there's a whole bunch of other things that have like this darker energy, but the envelope was the thing that had the most energy. So she pulls that out and she goes to look in it, but she's like too scared because obviously it's associated with dark energy. Yeah, I don't want this thing following me home <laughs> or like I touch it and then I like am, I go into some that so raven weird thing that I see all this stuff. Are you kidding me? I don't want to be a physical medium. And then your Aries best friend asks the people there are like, can I open it and look in there? She's like, I'm going to touch the butt. I'm going to touch the butt because I'm an Aries. <laughs> So I open the envelope and it is a whole bunch of different stamps that have like swastikas and like Nazi honorable nasty crap all over them. And that's when the speaker guy is telling you about them. Yeah. And it was funny because I was I turned around and M holds up the little brown paper envelope that had all the gross things in it and she's like is this what you think it is and janelle's mom was like oh yeah for sure yeah that was (laughs) was it oh my god yeah and that's when i asked her if i could look in it and it was just swastika stamps (laughs) so this guy automatically came in and he was like i don't like talking about it he's disgusting these are my stamps and i'm very proud of them yeah he was very very uh proud of the things that he had kept because there's so much around the holocaust that he thinks is wrong that he's like i've kept this this is real people don't like to say it's good but this is you know this is great this is who i was this is who i still am and i'm proud of the fact that these things are still here because that those things did happen and it's just disgusting and i don't like it so that is the story of how I touched some gross things because how she literally I'm picked a out a random <laughs> item in this armoire that was filled with other antiques. She literally just picked out the one thing that had the dark energy in it because she was like beforehand, I've never done anything like this before. So <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm not promising anything, but uh, here it is. <laughs> this, it's this. And she pulled out other things with it because... 
it kind of leached its energy on the other things in the drawer. But that was kind of the source of the energy. But also, Janelle talked about uh, living in her parents' house. And there were multiple different shadow men that would kind of sit in their living room. There were multiple shadow men that would sit in their dining room. So they had different antiques that are now gone that there is also dark energy associated with. So that's just something to look into when you are getting a whole bunch of antiques. You're going to have a lot of energy in your house. I literally did a reading with a woman, what, two days ago? Oh, yeah. Two days already? Yeah, because I didn't have any readings yesterday. Mm -hmm. Two days ago, and it was a pet psychic reading. And her dog was just showing me, like, all of his bad energy around him. Like, he thought that there was bad energy in all of the things around him. And it it was sudden, like, two, three weeks. And they had another dog. That dog was fine. Um, the woman was talking about how he, their dog, and he's, he's so cute. He looks like a sweet boy, and I feel bad for him because he's stressed out right now. But they had a gardener come to their house. Their house is older, and I guess... This woman was outside with her with her son, and this gardener came, and the he was a new gardener, so he'd never been to their house, but this woman had known him for a long time. But what the dog is telling me is the reason he went after the gardener and ripped his pants is because he thought that the gardener was a bad person. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense, because animals are usually better judge, like character judgers than humans are. And just because this woman is like, well, I, I've gone to church with this guy for my whole life. He can't be a bad person. I'm thinking, oh, my God, every single murder, murder show that I've ever watched has been like the, uh, what is it, model citizen is always the one that kills people. So I'm like, maybe your dog just knows that this person isn't bad. But obviously, I'm not going to say that in a reading. And right. I really hope she's not listening to this right now. I don't think she would be. Probably not. <laughs> Hopefully not. I'm sorry if you are, but you're a good example. So... This dog was just showing me how he thought that he needed to protect his house, like, a lot, because he felt like there was bad energy, and he was associating with people that he knew or that he didn't know, is what I'm saying. So, like, um, what's the other thing? This woman said that her friend came over and knocked at the front door, and he immediately started growling on the other side of the door. And he's just showing me bad energy associated with people that he knows are not his family. So the family consists of the woman, the husband, and their two children. So those are the things that he feels like he needs to protect right now because there's a lot of bad energy from anything that is like new and he doesn't know. So I'm like, okay, well, it doesn't make sense that he's showing me that he's nervous about this man because this man might be a bad person. But if he's met this woman before who is my client's friend then why does he think that she could be bad? That doesn't make any sense. Then I kind of put my mental medium net out a little bit farther than the dog because he was upset and I didn't want to keep, you know, pushing him for information. He just kept telling me like he likes to sit upstairs with the kids at night and sometimes the doors get closed like halfway, not all the way. And he doesn't like it because he can't see the kids and he's been sleeping upstairs in the dog bed on the landing to help keep watch over their family. And the reason he bit the gardener or the gardener's pants is because he thought that the gardener was a bad person. And then he growled at the woman behind the door because he thought the woman could be a bad person. And it all was energy associated. So I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. So I threw out my mental medium net and all of a sudden I saw knickknacks. And I was like, did you get 
new things at like an antique sale recently? Well, first I asked her, I said, are paranormal things happening in your house? And she goes, oh yeah, for sure. Oh my God, what was happening? I didn't ask her. I just got like a bad juju feeling like Mm -hmm. things have been happening. Sometimes they show me things like in rapid succession. Yeah. And it's not anything in specific. It just gives me the general feeling that things are happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I saw the antiques. So after I asked her if paranormal things were happening in her house, she said, yes. I said, did you get antiques recently? Like two, three weeks ago, maybe a week ago. I feel like you got a couple different things in different orders. And she goes, yes. And I said, okay. Is one of them have metal on them or like copper or brass? Because I was seeing like shiny metal almost. She goes, well, the one that I got recently is sitting in front of me right now, actually. And it's wooden, but it has metal tips on it. And I'm like, okay. And then she said, and then my husband got, I think it was an old cracker tin and an old like picnic basket, but all of those two things were metal, I guess. And I was trying to ask whatever spirits that were attached to those things or the energy in general. I was trying to pinpoint what of the three was having issues. And on the left-hand side, I was seeing the cracker tin. But on the right-hand side, which is my spiritual side, I was seeing the wooden object. Did I actually physically see any of those things? No. But I was just trying to see, you know, which thing did she need to get rid of that is causing this negative energy because that's what the dog's picking up on. It's Mm -hmm. not that the person is bad or this woman's friend is bad. It's the energy within the house that has shifted that makes this dog feel like there is bad bad energy outside of the house. So now... He's in an, uh, in a situation with bad energy and he feels compelled to try and protect his home, but he can't. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why he's going after things and growling and is so on edge. Right. So I told this woman, she's like, well, which one do you think it is? And I said, honestly, I don't know. And she was very late to our reading and I had other readings after that. So I couldn't stay on the phone for very long. And I told her, I said, you just need to get rid of all three things because that's the safest bet right now. I think whatever is attached to those things is trying to confuse me by showing me the cracker tin because that's what I want to see or want to say. But something on my right-hand side that feels more protective is telling me that it's this wooden object. So your safest bet is to not let anything or any side that is trying to get my attention to confuse you and just get rid of all of it. Like literally it's not worth it for your family's sanity and your dog's sanity because your dog is very upset right now. And literally before I even got to tell her that I thought her husband was going to, you know, not agree with what she would say because a a medium is telling her this. And I feel like a lot of people are like, that's malarkey. And they're just going to keep it anyways. Mm -hmm. The connection dropped. Yeah. So the dark spirit, A, was trying to tell Liv to get rid of the wrong item. And then when she was like, you need to get rid of all of the items because it's trying to tell me something that could not be real because it wants to stay in your house. I'm going to cut the internet so you can't continue to talk to this woman. And I find it a little eerie that she was like almost 12 minutes late to our 20 minute reading. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I just forgot because I was cleaning. I'm like, now I'm thinking on it as I'm talking about it on the podcast. Did you actually forget because you were cleaning or did something try to make you forget? God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that might be a little bit far, but well, 100% it's weird that the connection very dropped. very manipulative. Yeah, I've never had something tell me or try to mislead me like yeah. that. That's wild. And it's interesting that it's like 
it's trying to get rid of the dog by having the dog act out. Because that's usually what people would do. Oh, my dog bit somebody. I have to get rid of it now. Yeah, because the dog's the only thing that can sense the energy in the house. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, that thing sounds really gross. It's like making the one side of my head tingle. I don't like it. Because most of the time, I feel like dark energies just want to hide, especially from you, because you're the thing that gets rid of them. Well, that's what it was trying to do by making me confused about the dog. But yeah, but usually they just like put a screen up and then you just can't see them. Whereas trying to tell you something else is a little bit, it's a little bit off. Well, I, I knew that it, I was starting to, I was starting to feel as I was putting the pieces together of what the dog was telling me mm. that I needed to look farther into the house. And I feel like the, the side of the right hand side of me that was telling me that it's the wooden object with the brass on it or the metal, um, is was like spirit so like the good side because mm-hmm. I had a more like solid feeling about the wooden information I was get like which object it was and that was on your psychic side on my medium side so I feel like oh. either my spirit guides or spirit okay. themselves were telling me this is the object whereas on the other side it was trying to tell me the cookie tin because that was on my left side yeah because that's the entity yes Makes sense. Yeah. And <laughs> once I was like, it's not your dog. It's a spooky thing. It's like, never mind. You're not going to have internet connection anymore. Bye. Yeah. It was like, okay, since you figured it out, I'm going to leave now. And obviously you're not going to come back on because that's too much work. Yeah. So I really hope that my client gets rid of those things. Or I really hope I'm wrong just for the sake of it would be better if I was wrong. <laughs> I've never seen live wrong. M has a lot of confidence in me. But I'm her I, hype man. <laughs> <laughs> but that is kind of true. I don't think I have ever been wrong. And M's been pointing out recently too, like I tell people I don't control the information that comes in, which is true. I do not. But M also likes to tell me, she's like, I've never seen you actually not be able to help anybody with any questions that they want. Yeah. Like she says she doesn't like to guarantee that she can talk to someone, but like, she never goes into a reading and is not able to talk to anyone. Someone always comes forth. 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 <laughs> Come forth. Hither. Hear thee, hear thee. Oh my goodness. So that was uh, two spooky stories. What else were we going to talk about? Well, I want to know how you would protect yourself from some dark entity like that. Um. So with like that one. You particularly since you're talking to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, right now it's freaking me out. I don't like it. And I'm just kind of ignoring it. Uh, Being very laissez-faire, like you don't mean anything. So you can just kind of like very dismissive almost because I feel that its energy is not more powerful to the extent where I have to raise my energy to be higher than it to push it away. Uh, I can be more dismissive, like you don't mean anything kind of thing because I have more authority, if that makes any sense. So it really does, You, it's not a one-size-fits-all type protection, honestly. Uh, what's a good example? I didn't think that the man at Janelle's parents' house was someone that would follow me home or anything like that because he was a human spirit. And yeah, I don't think he really cared about you. I think he just really cared about the things himself. that he had. Yeah. yeah, himself and the things that he had. Yeah, for sure. He just wanted to tell you about it. Yeah. Um, do you know if, if Janelle's parents ended up giving that stuff to her, their uncle or something? 
Um, Janelle told me she thinks that they got rid of them. I'm pretty sure that her mom would do that. Her mom believes in that stuff. So. Get rid of them? Okay. Yeah, I think she would have. Um, I feel like they're still in existence, though. They're not, like, oh, yeah. destroyed. <laughs> I feel like that would be worse. Oh, yeah. It definitely is a weird thing. Because that would make the spirit angry. Oh, for sure. But anyways, I'm trying to ignore those things. What methods do you use to protect yourself? So you have, you ignore it or dismiss it? Yeah, I have a dismissal. I have ignoring it, which is more so putting my walls up. If it is something that is like an entity entity, um, I was having a reading three weeks ago where I was talking to a very nice woman and she was talking about a cat that she wanted to get uh, in contact with that had passed tragically. And this cat was interesting was a big Maine Coon and her daughter had found it being tortured by boys and her daughter had been able to get this cat away from the boys and rescue it and I guess they had it for a couple years but this cat was telling me and mind you this girl was young so imagine a little tiny girl carrying around a big Maine Coon cat that's probably like as big as she is it just <laughs> makes me happy and this Maine Coon cat had a very very strong feminine energy to the point where it almost wasn't like a cat energy. It was like a spirit guide entity and energy almost. Like a familiar? I don't know if you've ever like seen a familiar. I honestly don't know. But this... Well, well that would make sense. What, what is a familiar? <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. I thought familiars were like animals that witches use to spy on people or something. Familiars are kind of an animal-like being that is placed in our physical realm, I'm thinking, who helps guide you through your life. Or at least that's how it is um, in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> oh, okay. And I'm getting yeah. all of my information from, like, the Salem witch hunts. <laughs> oh, yeah. You think it's very witchy, but I don't think it's like that. I think it's kind of like an animal guide in our physical realm. I don't think it is a spirit mm. per se. Well, what this cat was telling me was she was thankful for um, this woman's daughter for finding her because she said, you know, my life would have been short had you not have found me. My life was short comparatively for you because this woman was very upset about how the cat had died. I mean, what she was telling me was that she probably got nabbed by some coyotes or something. Um, but honestly, I feel like it was very spiritually charged because at this point in time of this woman's life with her young daughter, they had found this cat and the cat was telling me, you know, my life was short. You made it longer from, you know, your daughter taking me from the boys, but I was supposed to find them because I was put here to help protect this woman's daughter and the way she showed it to me and I didn't want to say this to the woman because it would make her scared but they were having a very hard time in their life and there was a lot of negative energy associated with where they were just in that point in time which is not the same point in time that they are now obviously they're in a much better place equally but this cat showed me how she would sleep with her daughter this my client's daughter and a shadow man would stand and stare at her at night yeah, and didn't the cat, like, protect the child? Yes. Yeah. Literally, this cat helped keep this child safe from the dark energy that was attracted to their situation. So how did he do it? How did the cat do it? I don't know. That's what did I'm he saying. 
scamper it away. Oh no, it was a it was a girl. The cat was a girl. Yeah, because I feel like cats are very spiritual beings. I feel like their purring is kind of like an ohm effect where they like neutralize dark energy and things like that. Mm-hmm. I just the the feeling that I was getting was that if the cat had not been in this little girl's life at this very crucial time for them, um, she might have been influenced more so by the energy around her and her situation and might have gone down a different path, which is not the one that she was at now. And that cat was just kind of saying, you know, that's why I was put here. And I think the reason she was taken away was also because of the negative things. Yeah. So um, I kind of said that in a nice way to my client, but... Really, what I want to know is, like, if I'm giving a reading, and I know it's different for everybody, but, like, do people want me to say those things to them? I would want you to tell me that. I feel like it's very different. Like, I don't want to scare people, uh, but it's just the information that I'm getting. So Personally, I would like to know so that I could do something about it. Well, it, well in this situation, both my client and her daughter are much older, and they're both in very good portions of their life. So I feel like... It wasn't necessarily worth saying just because, I mean, I told her, you know, the cat was there to protect your daughter. And I think she meant more like, I think she took it more like physically, but I tried to say she was like a spiritual protector for your daughter because there was a lot of negative things going on in your life at that time, correct? And she said, yes. And I said, she very much helped protect your daughter from those negative things spiritually. So that's the way I put it. (laughs) Very nice way. But But it was interesting because two days later, my mom called me and my mom, again, if you're new to the podcast, my mother is a medium and she goes, I feel like you just had a reading and there were some very dark things in it. (laughs) And I was like, mom, it's nine o'clock at night. You can't tell me these things at nine o'clock at night because as soon as you say that, that is the invitation for those things to go and And they're right next to me. (laughs) Uh, Yes. So now I have this shadow man that was in my reading that this cat was showing me about in my room because my mother is a dummy and it brought it up. Brought it up. She needs to protect her child. <laughs> but doesn't protect me. Brings it back up. Like after I had nicely dismissed it because only the cat was talking about it. But now my mom had brought it into existence. Well, maybe she's got confidence issues about putting her daughter out in front of spirits. So she does it? Well, Yeah. She, she just doesn't do it in the greatest way because how do you, like, approach someone like that? <laughs> how do you approach a conversation like that? Why can't she just talk to me like a normal... I, I went on a, a rant with her. I was like, Mom, in Japanese culture, they don't bring up things at night that stress out other people mm-hmm. because it's not nice. And she's like, well, I'm not Japanese. I'm like, but you're being rude, so stop it. Now there's a spooky man here and I can't sleep. <laughs> yeah, and did I tell her that? No. <laughs> She should know. She's a medium. Yeah. Do things told, not show up for her when you say things? She has more energy than I do. Okay, and yeah, she has that, that big boss bitch energy boss that I don't have because I'm younger than her. And she's a redhead and doesn't give and a... She's an Aries. Yes. Yeah. So when more strong things come in like that, that are much more intimidating, and it is a dark thing, I don't believe it is like a human spirit, or if it is, it's very, very old to the point where it almost isn't like a human spirit. What I do is I try to, like, how do I say this? I try to mask my fear. Like, do you, have you you ever- you mask your fear? But I'm trying, I want to portray, I want people to understand, like, the feeling that I get when dark things come in like that. It is like, 
impending doom. You know, like when your heart starts beating really, really fast and it feels almost like cold. Mm-hmm. It's like that. That's not cool. I don't like it. No pun intended. Cool. Get it? Huh. Sounds like a panic attack. It basically is because that's what they want is fear. It makes them stronger. So immediately I try to close my mind off because if you try to listen to those things when you're medium, all they do, or when you're a person, that was when I, in our first TikTok video, we covered one of the dark things that was manipulating a man's mind. Um, they try to tell you you're worthless, that they're more powerful than you, that no matter what you do, they are not going to leave because you are nothing and you mean nothing and you can't do anything. So I try to close my mind off from any of those things. And if any of those thoughts seep into my mind, I try to laugh them off in the same mocking manner that they talk to me. Well, we had a podcast where there was a dark thing here and was talking to Liv. And it's literally like anything she said, it was like, no, you suck. Stop mm-hmm. sucking so much. You suck. Basically. So it's just it's just like a whiny little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Em's really good at making those things go away because she's an Aries and she didn't give two fucks about anything. <laughs> well, it's because I think they're whiny little bitches, which is probably a bad thing, but I don't know. I'm a big wall. It's what Liv says. Yeah, she, not all the time. She's just good at sticking up for herself and... I struggle with that sometimes. I mean, I used to be scared of them, but I don't think I'm scared of them anymore. Mm-hmm. So anyways, um, so aside from closing my mind off to their taunts, what I do is I like to envision white light or gold light actually engulfing them and getting so small that they blink out of existence. That's fun. Huh? Do you watch that happen? Yeah, in yeah. my, in my yeah. mind. Well, I, just, I know. It, Everything in, happens in your mind. I encase them in golden happiness or, um, do you, do they well, like not that? happiness, but golden. Does it make them feel real good? Real scoop. Uh, <laughs> they go away after a couple minutes. I literally kill them with kindness in the white light of God well, <laughs> until yeah. they blink out of my existence. That's why I think it's funny. <laughs> I want to know how, how that works for them. <laughs> because I used to try and uh, cover everything, including myself and the things around me in pink or white or golden light. But now I put it around them and blink them out of existence because it takes less energy for me to focus on just one thing instead of everything around me to try and protect it. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's almost like I'm trying to protect them so hard that they go away. You have to love the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Um, and then what else? What other type of protection things do well, I do? One of the things I found interesting was there in our TikTok live on Friday, there was a spirit that tried to step into you. So how do you get them to not do that? So that is the first time that has ever happened to me. Really? Ever. You were so calm. I would have been like, bitch, try that again. What happened to me last Monday? Literally a week ago. What do you mean? What happened a week ago that I was calling for? Oh, yeah. She was checking all the frozen food with the thermometer, and she very calmly stabs the thermometer straight through her hand, one side through the other, and then was like, oh, hey, everybody's going to be freaked out if I walk up there with a thermometer sticking straight through my hand. So I'm going to pull it out and then go up there and be like, can I go to the emergency room? Yeah, so I calmly... Pulled a thermometer out of my hand and then walked over applying 
8,000 tons of foot pressure to my now newly speared hand to my manager. I was like, hey, my new piercing. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, hey, um, I stabbed myself with a thermometer, which is what everyone tells me not to do. And I literally told myself not to do to myself while I was doing it. Um, What do you want me to do? And she was like, what size Band-Aid do you need? And I was like, no, 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 no. I don't think you understand. I stabbed my hand. She's like, yeah, what size Band-Aid? No, you, like, my absolutely ma- threw my hand. <laughs> yeah, mind you, my manager is a Sagittarius, so she's not phased. <laughs> Why I thought that me throw- showing her a wrap speared to my hand like a shish kebab with a <laughs> thermometer through it would face her i don't know it was just the leo side of me going you have to make everybody feel comfortable <laughs> um and then she proceeded to tell me when i told her that i stabbed my hand all the way through uh she said i don't believe you show me <laughs> so i did and she was like wow sick trick bro <laughs> like yeah you could leave bye <laughs> So same type of cool, calm, and collected as a spirit tried to step in my body during a TikTok live. He had a lot of energy and he wanted to be very rude, just like a person in a conversation that just like steps in and wants to fight. Uh, That was kind of like him. And I was like, excuse me, sir, but this is me. And without me, you can't fucking say shit. So you can step off and then we can have a nice conversation. But until then fuck out of here brah so that went through my head in about 0.4 seconds (laughs) and m was like what's wrong because i stopped for a second and i was like oh this dude just tried to step into my body she's like what Mm -hmm. and then i'm talking to someone on tiktok live about it and this is for them and i had to calmly explain you know we're gonna take a step back calm down a little bit and then we'll go back and Em's like are you kidding me what's happening i was like do you feel the heater right now and we had a heater set to 64 and it was blowing cold air because he used that to try and take control of me so that he could say whatever he wanted and that's not how this shit works so to overcome that my mom kind of explains it in one of the earlier paranormal story of a medium episodes that we talk about on the podcast how she was talking to a man that was haunting a mansion who had been dead for very very long and wanted to talk about his side of the story of when he shot someone point blank with a shotgun in the chest because they were mean to him there's so much more to that but that's the gist of it and that's what people saw and he wanted to explain you know why he did that because people didn't know his entire story so he wanted my mom to talk about the entire story which makes much more sense and you at the end of the story maybe have a little bit of pity for him Uh, but he tried to step into my mom as well and be very rude and take control of the entire situation And as a medium, it is our job to not let that happen because without us, they can't say anything. So they need to be more respectful. So it's the same type of thing where you feel that person's energy because mediumship and psychicness is literally just interpreting and feeling metaphysical energy. And this guy that came in that wanted to step into my body was probably like at a 10 or 12. Like it was, I literally wanted to stop the TikTok live so that I could go upstairs and take a break (laughs) but I didn't say that but I was thinking it for like five minutes after I got it she just (laughs) calmly told this woman he seems like very pushy (laughs) and the girl's like yeah he was he's like throwing things around my room as a spirit (laughs) yeah well then I asked her because his energy was crazy it it was 
well, he came in very nice and sweet and kind of was like talking about how he died first. And then as soon as she can, she, uh, validated the way that I said he died, he died. That's when he was like, Rah! and like literally tried to step in my body. And that's when I had to be like, ah, <laughs> and, uh, take my energy and go to like, uh, 18 as where he was a 12 and be like, step off, bro. And, uh, then I asked, I said, and all of a sudden he got like real quiet again and then wanted to talk about how he, how much he loved this woman and things like that. And then all of a sudden he got angry again, not to the point where he wanted to step inside my body, but it was just very like a light switch, like lovey dovey, really loved you talk about good things. And then all of a sudden bad things, angry, don't like this person. It's not you. It's somebody else. And I said, was he bipolar? And she goes, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, to deal with human spirits that are like that, you literally just have to overmatch their energy yeah and say no and that's scary for me because i'm a leo and i don't like to do that (laughs) but you were here and other people were there so i had to be an adult and not run upstairs and cry like i wanted to (laughs) but of course yeah so let's move on to more fun stories so we had our liv had a reading about a pet psychic and there was a hamster that talked to her it's one of your favorite ones huh yes it was so cute they were the cutest little hammies the hammies were so cute all right so i was giving a pet psychic reading it was probably one of my first pet psychic readings or one of the first it wasn't the first but it was one of the first pet psychic readings Mm -hmm. and my (laughs) client was so cute he literally had the most sunshiny, white light, happy energy that I've ever seen on any person, ever, ever. Like, even, like, the obnoxiously happy people uh, that you would think would have golden and sunshine energy, he wasn't obnoxiously happy. He just literally had the best vibes of a person I've ever met. It made me really happy, if you can't tell. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, I was hired to talk to his cat, which I did. I also talked to his sister's living cat and then his sister's dead cat who informed me that she, the dead cat, guided the two kittens that my client and his sister had found so that they could have new cats, which was adorable. And then who else did I talk to? I talked to the client's dog as well, uh, which was really cute. He was adorable, very nice creature. And then all of a sudden, these hamsters popped in <laughs> and uh the hamsters were dead yes when I say popped in I mean like popped into my mental medium area where I receive information and it was funny because there was about four or five hamsters and there was one standing in front of like the pack of hamsters and they were all just cheering like yes yes and I was like oh wow and I remember being confused because I got like short little rodents that didn't have tails and I was like did you have gerbils as your child (laughs) and he's like uh actually I had hamsters I was like okay because I didn't see tails but I for some reason forgot my entire biology degree some reason I couldn't think of the word hamster (laughs) well it's because Bradley always says gerbils but he says gerbils Mm. so it wasn't a gerbil it was a gerbil those are the ones that tails (laughs) oh okay (laughs) But uh, I asked him, and he's like, yeah, when I was a kid, my siblings and I had hamsters. And the hamsters started showing me how him and his siblings used to make 
mazes for them to run to, through and like obstacle courses and all these super fun things. And I asked my client this and he confirmed, yes, that is what we used to do. And then they showed me like Hot Wheels race tracks and like little cars. And a boy, a younger boy, but it wasn't my client. I said, did you have a brother that used to race the hamsters on Hot Wheels racetracks? And he goes, oh yeah, he used to do that all the time. And all the hamsters were just like, yes, we had the best life. It was epic. <laughs> best hamster lives ever. Because, you know, hamsters only live for a year, but that was the best year of their entire life. <laughs> so the client had them in like little box cars and was literally rooming them around. <laughs> yes, I think so. That's what they were showing me. Oh, it's so weird. And they would run them through the little orange Hot Wheel racetracks because they were like little racetracks. I wonder if they had like little tracks, you know how they do for the actual Hot Wheel cars and they just like dropped them down the hill. Oh, I really hope not. I don't think so. Uh, you don't think so? And even if they did... The hamsters were real excited about whatever they did. <laughs> <laughs> so it was pretty cute. That was probably my best, my favorite pet psychic reading that I've had so far was hamsters. But that that's not a pet psychic reading. That's a medium reading. No, it was probably one of my favorite pet psychic readings too because his dog was just adorable and they loved each other so much. He was showing me how as a, as a kid, he, the dog... And his owner used to eat Cheez-Its together and watch TV and play video games. Cheez-Its. <laughs> and uh, my client had a couple, like, just, like, physical appearance insecurities. And the dog was talking about how he loved hats on his owner and um, things like that. Just, you know, to validate who he was and how he looked was fine. And he didn't have to worry about it. And it was adorable. It was so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Like he used to try on hats with his dog to like see which oh one God. which one looked yeah. the best and like would show his dog and his dog was like, I liked the hats and like the dog used to tell him which one kinda looked better. <laughs> but he the dog was telling me he's like, You always look better without a hat. <laughs> and it was so you cute I wanted to cry. Look beautiful all the time. Yeah, it was adorable. Um, what else? I had a dog that I talked to, his name was Taco. And he liked to share how he didn't like his owner's significant others in the past because they smelled funny. Like, he literally would judge them not only on their actions, but how they smelled. Like, that was the most notable thing about the past owner's significant others was their smell. He just didn't like how they smelled? Yeah. And he was very, oh. like, specific about what they wore and how they smelled different. Like, they correlated. And they gave you that smell? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it a good smell? The first one wasn't. Oh, it smelled like Axe body spray. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, what else? Um, Talk about that one pet psychic reading where, with a little dog who thought he was a big dog. Oh, okay. So, I had a pet psychic, well, it was a medium reading, um, and pet psychic reading bundle, and there was this dog that came through and he gave me like feelings because I'm clairsentient about how he was very spunky and energetic and he thought he was very confident and big and he was a he was a big leader and he was strong but he didn't show me what he looked like what he showed me was the shadow of a big strong dog like a german shepherd or some big chested tall dog and it was in a very, like, uh, quintessential confident position. But then I tell, my, I tell my client, I'm like, he's showing me this, this, and that. But 
he's not showing me what he looks like. He's showing me the shadow of a big dog. And she just starts laughing. Mm-hmm. And I, it was, And it was refreshing to have a client laugh because when I've had other dogs – uh, do this before I feel like the owner gets a little off put because I'm not describing exactly what their dog looks like but spirits will show themselves as how they want to be portrayed or how they thought they looked when they were alive so my client starts laughing when I explain this to her and she goes he was a rat terrier and he thought that he was a big giant dog and he was very very loud and zippy and he thought he was the coolest thing since sliced bread and no one could tell him different. <laughs> so it's funny that he literally showed me the shadow of what he thought he was. Yeah, I think it's hilarious because people say that all the time of like, he's got a bigger bark than he has a bite. And he, this dog actually thinks he has big dog energy. Yeah. So imagine a like you see this big menacing shadow of a... Uh, of a German shepherd and then all of a sudden out steps at the end of the shadow, this little tiny rat terrier. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he's like, ta-da! <laughs> like, aren't I big? You're scared, right? Yeah, it's so funny. Sometimes animals are hilarious. Most times animals are hilarious. Um, what else? Except for the cat that I was talking about earlier, the Maine Coon. She was very serious the entire time. <laughs> she took her job very seriously. So if you guys are interested in a reading... Liv does pet psychic readings where she talks to your living animals. She also does medium readings where she talks to your family members that have passed and your animals that have passed. And we just opened a new service where she can talk to your plants. So if you guys are interested in a reading, make sure to go to metapsychics.com and book a reading. We are currently working on a new service where we do tarot versus medium readings so i would read your tarot cards at first and then live would channel any spirits that are around you so if you guys are interested in that make sure to check out our website we also have a video that talks about this same topic as well as other videos so make sure to follow us and subscribe on youtube and all of our other social medias and we will see you guys in the next one we are your meta Sa kicks yeah